0: Welcome to the Mount Hammer Podcast, episode 33. I'm Mo, and as always, I'm here with Luke and Elf. Hello. Hello. How's uh, it going? Elle? Good. Yeah, good. Solid so far. Solid so
1: far. Nothing has happened so far. It's been pretty quiet, to it's be honest. It's been pretty quiet. Cu- well, nothing has happened. Well, we'll
0: see about that.
2: On the internet, on Twitter.
1: What happened on Twitter?
2: You wrote something good about what? Mark Wahlberg.
1: Oh, that
0: was last week. Come on, oh, there goes uh, I no. thought that was this week. I've ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that's just awkward, and awkward. But if it did happen to Miss Luke's genius, genius take on Mark Wahlberg's uh, weird, routine <laughs> His that he ridiculous does, routine, it was very, very good. Of Although someone did point
1: out that he, that going about that routine, he sleeps for seven hours and showers for two hours a day. That's amazing. I'd love he to shower for two, for hours. two hours i have pretty sure he leaves two Just hours for, for showering.
0: Skin. Wow. He hasn't Did even I... got long hair. What's he doing in there? If I'm washing my hair, I'd done. a good two hours. Yeah, let's not go, let's not go there. <laughs> the latest issue of uh, Metal Hammer is on sale right now. It is a world-exclusive interview with Within Temptation. What are you saying about the new single now that it's rocked? It's good, isn't it? I it is like very it. good. Yeah, you were right. You wait Thanks. It is known sometimes. Uh, yeah, wait till you hear the album. It's an absolute corker. And Sharon and Robert... Yeah, I said corker. It, yeah, right? it's nice. <laughs> uh, Sharon and Robert do uh, speak all about it and the relative implosion that led up to it that very nearly spelt the end of the band. Uh, you can read all about that in the new shoot on sale now. Also featuring Behemoth, Lamb of God, Death. What else is in there? Loads of stuff Oh
2: too much stuff I too actually can't stuff. remember the same Nightwish
0: stuff. Beartooth Black Peaks it's stacked. Yeah, absolutely. Know, so, it's stacked
2: All those bands are in it no, <laughs> Any
0: band and they're in there Absolutely um, And we will be launching a uh, Another special With implementation item Very very soon So watch out On metalhammer.com For that uh, There was a bit of delay With getting the podcast Up last week Was there more in? What the hell happened?
1: I know on iTunes I apologise for everyone Listening who uses iTunes Acast was fine uh, but yeah for some reason the original episode didn't appear for ages and then when it did turn up it faded out at the end so they didn't hear us I going know. goodbye you
0: missed us saying goodbye <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the best bit so yeah sorry about that but I hope it was worth the wait uh, there's been quite a lot going on in the news this week despite what you said uh, I, you I, know, I, know, I
1: know I can only apologise but
0: tell us what's been happening in the world of metal well Sabaton
1: have been confirmed as the first Bloodstock headliner guys wow we called it we did, we did. you yes. called it one, one of us called it <laughs> And yeah, we're, we're obviously booking Bloodstock vicariously through the podcast. But yeah, Sabaton. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I, I
0: somehow suspect the good people at Bloodstock Festival may have been a bit ahead of us on this one. Yeah, this is
1: probably not an overnight deal. But they, <laughs> but yeah, that's massive. It is massive, isn't it?
0: First ever headline slot for Sabaton uh, in the UK. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. What an amazing and, I don't mean this in an insulting way at all, but pretty much unthinkable thing about <laughs> five years ago. Well, if you someone know. told you that Sabaton were going to be headlining a major festival in the UK one day, yeah, you know, if someone said that a few years back, you'd be allowed to be daft.
2: Yeah, but then 2015 was when they last played Budstock. You guys were both there, right? Yeah. I remember you guys were there. It was them and then Trivium. And oh, I actually up. wasn't there that year. Oh, I'm just imagining you. Yes. Whatever. We were there. were I remember us having a Jägermeister or two. Yeah. But they They, <laughs> Cliche came, on. Yeah. they came on with the massive tank and everyone was really blown away and it was so much fun and that was my first time seeing Sabaton oh really? yeah and I actually haven't seen their own show I've only seen that one Bloodstock Festival set so I'm a bit of a Sabaton newbie in that well they did
0: Brixton didn't they Um, and brought a pretty big show to that a few years back I think around the same time so yeah I mean it's been coming I guess
2: they did blow Trivium out of the water because Trivium were coming off the back of the more classic metal album Silence in the Snow Yeah. so I don't know there wasn't as much excitement maybe for them but Sabaton came on Massive tank, really exciting, and they were amazing. And I think we said at the time, you know, they could probably headline this in a few years. Yeah, yeah. And probably Bloodstock had that in their mind as well, like such a good reaction.
1: And they're gonna bring undoubtedly stupid tank. deduction with them yeah i think they've said i the quays but they said they're going to bring something special for bloodstock and it's Amazing. going to be their only uk show next tank. year here.
0: wow definitely unmissable and how cool is it to know that you know modern metal bands can still be given the chance to headline festivals yeah, yeah. shout right. out bloodstock absolutely very very cool indeed uh there's a new event sevenfold song out what are we saying about it about the Mad Mad Hatter?
1: Mad Hatter, yeah. Uh, it's for the new Call of Duty game, I think. It is, yeah. Uh, Which they've
0: done before. They like uh, releasing stuff for Call of Duty. They yeah, they've got, big gamers. they've
1: got a new EP coming with like four songs. I think every song has been used on a different Call of Duty game. So it's just like put them all together for one big happy shoot smoke
0: okay. package. But some of these have already been out there.
1: Yes, I think it's all, I think this is the only new song and it's all right, I guess. I'm not blown away by it if I'm honest. It's a shit. Yeah, a bit, i heard uh, you
2: kind of whining about it a bit behind me <laughs> <a> bit. <laughs> I, I'm sorry and I was thinking oh no this must be terrible and I listened to it and I actually quite liked it for me it's like massive sound garden worship massively yeah like, I didn't even think really, of that actually but yeah you're really right it's proper Kim riffs yeah but also like M Shadows' vocals on some of it too like when it comes in I thought oh it's going to be sort of quite like a straight metal track because it's sort of quite like commanding and quite structured it starts off like that as and well, well yeah. yeah. that opening like, riff oh, is quite yeah. like I thought it was gonna be more like sort of their Metallica style metal take on things and then I was waiting for it to get really big and then it just kinda of went into this like weird alt metal universe and I was like what's going on here? Yeah the whole floaty midsection yeah, I just exactly. I checked out.
1: I was like, what are you doing? But I totally nothing to the totally song.
2: think it's like a full on Soundgarden worship and I kinda of like it in that respect. It's not what I thought an Avenge song was gonna sound no. like. But I think it sounds quite good
1: that's always a bit throwaway
0: but I guess I Elza Elza out yeah I'm kind of on the fence I, the I, like, I, I like bits of it yeah. I think it's always an interesting thing when bands decide to write a song like getting in the studio and just banging out a track that's not part of an album must be a totally different uh, kind of state of mind you have to be into to go in mm-hmm. and do that um, sometimes it works wonders like when Ghost did Square Hammer and sometimes it's all right. All right. <laughs> yes, this is. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Um, I remember
2: wh- he based it on a podcast. Did you see that?
0: I yeah, did, yeah. The S-Town. The S-Town which is a bit
2: one. like serial. I've never listened to it. Have you guys? No, no I
0: haven't. No, Not, I hadn't even heard of it until they mentioned it yeah, to Yeah, it's
2: some kind of crime podcast, and it's meant to be all about... Um,
1: this guy's got Mad Hatter disease yeah, or mercury Yeah, mercury
2: poisoning. So there's some kind of other context to it there as well but
1: maybe I'll enjoy it more if I listen to the podcast maybe Just listen to
0: the podcast <laughs> or maybe you enjoy it more when you read the uh, interview with them shadows that will have coming up in a future issue of mail nice editing.
1: subtle plug
0: nice. Um, I'm never off uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else have been going on
2: download Australia is a thing
0: yes it is next
2: March it was a thing last year wasn't
1: it it was but now it's two cities Oh year. shit! Okay, yeah, it's Melbourne Expanding. and
0: Sydney, I believe. So that would suggest the last one must have been a success, which is good news. Yeah, um,
2: and I guess something kind of stepping into that Soundwave gap because yeah, there's a bit well, of a void when that. This died. is the thing,
0: isn't it? Because Soundwave was such a big deal over in Australia for a number of years, and then I think various difficulties, from what I remember, something financial and stuff, mm-hmm. meant that it didn't quite work out. But there's been a big old gap in Australia for a proper big rock and metal festival for years now.
1: And then download come in, and then download and come in, book all the good bands. Yes, they <laughs> do. Like, it's mad. Like, it's a good lineup, isn't got it? Got a list. Got Aussie Slayer, Priest, Ghost, <laughs> yeah, Alice in Chains, Anthrax, Hailstorm, Behemoth, Rise Against, Amity Affliction, Code Orange, The Fever, oh, what word? Converge and others <laughs> yeah and I see Alien Weaponry Alien Weaponry on there and I see a lot other bands I don't know to be honest Me personally Gimme give mes wow. fucking fine. yeah I pretty random
2: there's a couple
1: well, of random ones in they're there they're a terrible band you need a piss
0: break somewhere <laughs> <laughs> awful terrible man oh, I hate tweet covers one. I don't like Sky Punk put the two together it's just I'm a bad into, time for Mel. I'm not into it.
2: I don't know. It's going to be sunny over there, though, isn't it? Guaranteed. Well, yes, yeah, actually... there's summer.
0: Yeah, it's in yeah. March. Yeah. It's. I mean, if I get kicked in the knee, caps, it's still. it could be sunny or winter. I don't really care. It <laughs> still hurts. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like it. I'm
2: just saying, like, you can listen to them or watch them and it'll be raining. Maybe you wouldn't like it. But in the sun, maybe it'll be good.
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, no. just my opinion what a lineup, though yeah, yeah. what a lineup. and yeah I, I can imagine it's hard to get a proper festival scene in Australia going because it's not like Europe or North America where you can tick off you know ten territories yeah, in exactly. two
1: weeks yeah you can just do like do Hellfest or do a summer, like, let's say. yeah Hellfest Whacking, Reading Download, Bloodstock, or whatever you just do it Move around yeah you know, exactly. it's
0: Like you go over there, and you basically you're there, and that little ecosystem is the only kind of place you can do that tour and take all those bands around. Yeah. So I, it's amazing that they managed to make it work for just one day last time, really, because I don't know how they would have. Uh,
1: they might have done it the same way that it's Soundwave, where they you where basically there's like the festival, and then they have these side wave shows. You went to Soundwave, didn't you? Yeah, in 2015, I right. think and that was again that was in Four cities, which is probably a big mistake looking back at it now because that's a big financial burden but sure. it was across two weekends and yeah in between the two weekends all the bands played theatre shows basically like Manson played like Priest played all these massive bands just did like 500 cap shows to make it worth their while I suppose going over there, I don't know if the same thing's going to happen or they're just going to do a little tour of you know Asia yeah, I don't know, why I don't know. not but I want to go pop to Pop over Sydney, to New Zealand? Pop over there, you know. It's, it's I, think, like, I think it's
0: actually not as close as stupid Westerners think it is. No,
1: I think it's as far away as Italy is from England. And everyone's assumed it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> next door. Okay,
0: not next door, Fair enough. Uh, Mechanical Animals by Marilyn Manson turned 20 years old this week. Happy this week, maybe on, on the weekend. Yeah. I can't remember yeah I think it might
1: have been like five days ago technically but Madden never mind
2: I Instagramming though like the old pictures of himself with the I
1: did that's what made me realise because I wonder what everybody. I was like why is
0: he like why is he filling all this stuff out yeah, and then when he looks at the yeah. date and I was like oh my god yeah. it's old that's happened and so are we <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where do you uh, well what do you think of one of the greatest albums ever made
1: that's a very leading question <laughs> <laughs>
0: Answer it how you wish.
1: This is good, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Um, it's a weird one. I've never been an album guy with Marilyn Manson, to be honest. Oh,
2: really?
1: Well, what's wrong with you? Well, it, was, it wasn't that big a deal for me growing up. Like, it was always there, and it was. All, yeah, and I knew all the videos, because they were on MTV too, and stuff. But I didn't really... I think when, it, when I got... Was it Antichrist Superstar, maybe? I thought it was great. And then, what was, like, the Greatest
0: Hits one? Oh, lest we forget.
1: Yeah, I got that and just thought, this is amazing from start to finish, obviously, because yeah, 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 it's yeah, great yeah. But it didn't really inspire me to go back and check out any albums until much, much later. But looking at the track list for this one, it was like, yeah, okay, this is probably one of the best, if not the best, Marilyn Manson yeah, albums. Like, was it The Dope Show's on there? Yeah. Com- Com- Coma White, don't obviously. Like, Coma yeah. White, song.
0: Don't Like the Drugs, um, Rock is Dead, um, uh, New Model, Post-Human, um, disappear, Speed of Pain, like every song yeah. that you But where's the where's the mo- where's the moment on that album where it's not a ten out of ten, like? It's, no, I, it's I, I'm, with, I'm with you,
2: I think it's a great album. I mean I was still listening to Boy Bands when it came out, I have to put my hands up Yeah congrats. I didn't get into it Until little you know, um, I was a young teenager on. and did a young teenager really take not notice of it but then when I actually started of to manson this when one actually of those. of mega albums because the iconography alone like his body and the breasts and the controversy and everything when you get into a band and you start looking back into them i was really sad that i actually wasn't like there at the time mm. that I was listening to boy bands because what a moment to have been alive to have seen, <laughs> like create all this chaos and like do something so artistic and so different but when you watch him now do something like was it the last tour when he did, Kama White? He did Cable yeah. White. Yeah, the spotlight. Yeah, yeah the snow. No, no no no, yeah. yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. And that, yeah, like nineteen years on, that would have been last year. You know, from that song, still creating this incredible moment with yeah. it, which is testament to how much the songs can stand by themselves.
0: I just think it's amazing as well how how much of a leap it was away from everything he'd done so far. I mean if you dig, you don't have to dig that far into Manson's earlier music to find that kind of catchy glam rock thing, like the Beautiful People is basically like a really heavy industrialised glam rock song really. A kind of bedana, bedana. Oh of course yeah, and there's all, you
2: know, so much fairy worship that he's done yeah, on this record too, um, but image, uh, image and
0: everything. Yeah exactly, and even despite that though, the to go from Antichrist Superstar which is kind of super subversive, fiercely blasphemous archaic, dark, macabre kind of um, like a whole new animal that had never really been seen on a mainstream level before to so kind of then take that prototype and come back with this glam rock album well like you said though his, his, his imagery totally changed um, I mean he had boobs, which is a thing but, <laughs> but you know, he yeah. dyed his hair red, he started wearing all this kind of shiny, bright glam rock stuff the iconography of the album is all in, uh, it's just white just all white it's everywhere, dark, a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, and it was a really interesting time in his career as well because by that point he'd kind of been partially absorbed into Hollywood and ce- absorbed into the, the kind of celebrity lifestyle. And mm-hmm. he'd gone from being this really scary outsider to being a part of that whole scene. Yeah, he, went, he didn't enjoy being uh, totally absorbed into that whole celebrity culture. And so he crafted this mad concept based very heavily on Ziggy Stardust, of course, about this kind of alien being that had landed on Earth and become a part of the Hollywood elite and forced into a rock band and all this kind of stuff. And it was just so conceptually wild and out there compared to anything else that, not just that he'd done before, but that anyone had done before. Um, And I think it just made for a, well, firstly it made for a brilliant album, but it made for a fascinating time in his career because he's never really revisited that kind of imagery and style and stuff on the same level since, I don't think.
2: But he's always had that thing where he's done kind of, Concepts for songs or albums about things, but then they're about himself. I know everybody does that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, course, like yeah. then you always have that double layer. You always have like that artifice that he's created, and this concept is created, and then him kind of at the middle. of it, So
1: definitely, yeah. if you think of Manson, you do think of that album cover. That's pretty much the one yeah. yeah i mean i've always said
0: uh, i'm a massive collector of those funko pop vinyl things yeah and i'd love them to do a little Omega, yeah that'd be really cool i mean little yeah. It'd be amazing <laughs> i'd buy the shit out of that <laughs> where do you think so where do you think it stands in his i mean for me it's it's the middle part of a three run a three album run that was basically three ten out of ten albums in a row but is it top of the list for you Well,
2: i don't know i like I like the story arch he created, um, but then it's really difficult, isn't it, to separate your own experience from it. I think if I'd been living it at the time, I'd probably sure. feel closer to it, whereas maybe some of his more contemporary stuff I actually feel more connected to yeah, personally. Yeah, definitely. I kind so, of always feel like I'm drawn yeah, to Hollywood like, naturally, because it was yeah, my first Manson exactly. album. And like, the impact that made with protests and everything at the time. I remember mm-hmm. like watching the news and people protesting him and... Yeah, that kind of stands out maybe more in my mind, so I don't know, I'm not sure if it's like my favourite Manson album, well it's not my favourite Manson album, but you can't deny what he did with it, I think I just felt closer to some of his other records really.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: If only he was still this good, eh? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) a very fair point. he is, He he is good, he's got better. Heaven
0: Upside Down's as good as Mechanical Animals, is it?
2: It's a great album. Okay. Just in a different way. <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a different
0: way. It is in a different way. It's definitely. exactly the same. Yeah, i I'm all, I, I never know which uh, album out of that triarch of um, Antichrist Superstar, Mechanical Animals, and Hollywood is my favorite. I, like you were saying, I think I've draw, drawn a bit to Hollywood because it's my first album, so I gravitate to it more naturally. But both Antichrist Superstar and Hollywood are quite long, and Mechanical Animals is pretty much. I think it's like maybe ten or eleven tracks. Maybe 12, I can't quite remember. But yeah, it's basically no. all, like, really quick, nine mm. months smashing out, great song, after great song, after great song.
2: I want to know, though, what he never released in terms of all the stuff around it, because I'm sure at the time he said with the three records he was writing a novel and then there was that whole film concept as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is there that he's still got hidden in a box somewhere, like old journals or old scripts or old whatever? Like, I would love to see some of that kind of stuff. Definitely. I, I can't even out. imagine
0: how much stuff he's probably had in a way that he's forgotten about because of some drug-fueled binge or just wild <laughs> yeah, just company. made a
1: movie and forgot about it yeah well you know
0: Alice Cooper basically made eight albums in the 70s or something that you forgot <laughs> about J-
2: John the film director Alejandro Jadarowski, is that how you pronounce his name
0: I don't know who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: just not I
0: suddenly <laughs> feel ignorant it's fine we'll have to what did know. you think?
2: well I think Manson was working with him on a movie right, but I can't okay. remember if it was the movie of those three records or if it was another movie because it's all mixed up in my mind now either way there's lots of Manson stuff that's never seen the light of day and I'd love to see it someone go dig it up yeah bring back classic
0: bring Manson in. <laughs> um, Black Sabbath Paranoid turned 48 this week as well yeah the Happy best Perfect. metal album ever oh fight me I don't think it's even the best Black Sabbath album ever what? look at that track list though yeah you know what it is ba- if you look at it now it is basically a greatest hits of Sabbath yeah. And Aussie still, I mean, anytime Aussie plays Sabbath songs, it's pretty much always songs of paranoid. Yeah. And they
2: did basically invent heavy metal, sort of. Yes,
0: yeah. true. Um, but uh, yeah. what
1: was your what, what were the Sabbath album, the first one?
0: Uh, I would put the self title just above it. Yeah. And my favourite Sabbath album, Sabbath Play 7 Okay, fair. Yeah, right. something like that one's got National Acrobat, their uh, title track, Sabbath Cadaver, to Live. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. gave <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah, it such a nice speech. Undeniably, the you know, one of the greatest metal albums ever made. I love it so much. Yeah. Hooray for them. Hooray for them. 48, what time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take some questions from the wonderful readers at facebook.com forward slash Metal Hammer Readers? Oh, you nailed it. Got yes. it right. Great. Come on. you deserve a play. Come oh, on. Ton. Don't forget to come hang out with us, ask us questions about the magazine, the podcast, whatever you like. <laughs> whatever
1: you want. Um, Owen White asks, has Clutch just released the album of the year? No.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um,
1: well, we've not really spoken about Clutch much, or the new Clutch album no. on this. Which they it's
2: dissect
0: good. inside the new issue of Metal Hammer, by the way. They do,
2: nice. in their own words.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you think of
1: the new Clutch album, Merlin and Eleanor? Just, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's more,
2: more Clutch business as usual, but it's really good. Like Again, if you look at the feature in the mag, I won't give it all away, but... It's just so interesting how they always have these stories behind the songs and some of the concepts have come up with lyrically are just mad. Mm. I think my favourite one is... Uh, oh, what's... Is it The Ghost of Emily Dickinson? Yeah, just is that looking up title? The, yeah, that's it. Where he's talking about like, how the they were as we recording split. in an old house that was infested with snakes. But then aside from that, he was just imagining if the house was haunted by a Victorian ghost. And then sure. aside from that, just if that ghost was Emily Dickinson. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's where they... Got to, with the idea for that song. House of Festival <laughs> Ghosts and um, old British female writer. Why not? As a ghost.
0: Yeah. yeah, the stories behind the songs are all really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, really interesting to see them go into, as I say, they do in the new Neil's shoot, imagination's
2: amazing, the... though. He told me once about this kid's book he wrote as a child, and I can't remember the story of it, so this is not a good story at all. But it's, it's <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's obviously one of those people who had just had this amazing imagination and has... Carried on having it from childhood and beyond. You know, some people have cool imaginations and then they get to become an adult and
0: do a nine to five, snuffed out, get
2: boring. Yeah, but they become like
0: Peter Pan in Hook, just rubbish. you not seen Hook? Yeah,
1: it's about Rufio. What Rufio? Rufio is the man, yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: But yeah, like he's just. Got all these flights of fancy, and Clutch always nail it with the songs. So definitely, I mean, yeah, sh- on the album, it's not my favorite of the year.
1: How to shake hands is like my favorite
0: song. That is exactly so because that's when it kind of goes up a pace for the first time. Yeah, like, properly like kicks off. Like, um. I love it. What a brilliant band. you yeah. vote
2: for him for president then?
0: Yes, yeah of course. Because <laughs> like, if there's one thing I've learned recently, it's non politicians getting into power is always a great idea. So, <laughs> <Nice. that's> definitely, <laughs> nice yeah, fuck okay, it, why not? Um, yeah, brilliant band. They're playing uh, Brixton Academy in London as a part of a Why the UK tour to right, yeah, be and great And that'll be awesome. December
2: 21st, I think.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah,
0: don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, this <is> just awesome. <laughs> Just came from nowhere. Um, but no, Ghost is the album of the year. So, yeah. there you that's go. That's what I think too. <laughs> Michael, that's go on. What's yours? Know? Marlowe's like massive, probably. Ah, nice. I do love that record. Uh, Ghost, probably number
1: two, but yeah, yeah. Mac- I love that yeah. massive record so a of much. As well.
2: I mean, if if they, they
0: put more sax in it, I would have voted for Yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah. One sax side, though.
2: You're obsessed at the moment with sax.
0: Every album shall have saxophone side. So not enough.
2: what you said when Bring Me did it Oh, actually, you No, were yeah. no, no you like, well, in on the saxophone. Your face when
0: we first heard it was hilarious. I just getting my own I opinions. I wanted to crowd surf around the. Uh, we all we went to listen to it in the office, and there was, like people from different magazines. The first time we heard that saxophone, so I wanted to crowd surf around the office. It was amazing. <laughs> More <laughs> okay, sax. I made a sad face. And everything. I love,
2: I love the saxophone.
0: Uh, Michael Perry asks I got pretty bored with technical death metal about 10 years <laughs> ago, but this year it's taking up a good chunk of my top 20. Uh, Michael brings up parrot, Pariah, Sludge. Irreversible mechanism. Rivers of Nile. That Rivers of Nile album is
1: amazing. I think there's a sax on that as well. There is a sax on that. Yeah. Yes, Michael, <laughs> backing it up. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: have you guys ever given up on or fallen out of love with a scene only to have it suddenly creep back into your tastes some years later? Y- yeah. Any kind of scene revivals you've been really? Um, there's two
1: that sprung to mind. I guess there's a screamo revival happening. As okay. as we speak.
2: Your famous line yesterday. Why does everyone lump screamo in with emo and it's not the same thing?
1: That yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. yeah, it just rhymes. Time. It's not <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, screamo got a bad rap because emo happened and everyone's assuming it was the same thing. But now there's bands like the Super Unison album is incredible. Uh, we got that which is coming out on I want to say Deathwish because oh, all good things come on Deathwish. And uh, it's like a really good screamo album. The Birds in Row album, I guess you could class as a screamo record and there's a, there seems to be a big upswell now of young angry bands that aren't hardcore bands and it's all mm. f- harking back to like the sort of turn of the millennium screamo scene which is great uh, but in terms of things I fell out of love with and then came back to I guess metalcore it got so shit
0: for so long and then it uh, kind of became the buzzword, like, like how you said about emo. It kind of became the buzzword for like generic metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just anything
2: that came out, everyone just kind of went, "Oh, that's metalcore." Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's just all these bands with just you know haircuts and neck tattoos. And everyone lumped together and said, "Oh, that's metalcore." Cool. And like, okay, oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But most of it, I didn't connect with at all, until I guess partway drive exploded properly. Yeah, and. Architects has got massive, I think, has come back onto my radar again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: even like people like Barry Tomorrow are doing it on a kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of more, um, I don't want to say basic, but like standard template. They're putting out great stuff now. Killswitch coming back with a great album, I think, really helped that. Yeah, I think When so. Jesse returns.
2: At Holloway Home. I home home. Home. Yeah, I really yeah. like those guys. They're really yeah. good.
0: Again, kind of not bringing anything new to the formula, really. But when you do it just that do well and well. that earnestly, it's just, I've got no problem with it at all.
2: Yeah, I think that people who are doing it as well, like you said, Barry Tomorrow and Our Hollow, Our Home, they have a real like love for it. Yeah. So it is kind of good because they just have that real love for doing it.
0: And one that came to mind for me as well is that I, I used to be much more into uh i would say like traditional death metal but done by contemporary bands and stuff like that Mm. Um, and then i kind of got a bit bored with it but that judas priest album this year has really lit a fire no pun intended other uh, under my love of kind of like just proper no nonsense heavy metal and that busy got the album that came out just afterwards is another example of it just done right um, the Saxon album's decent as well. You know, it's that kind of thing where you can take that kind of stuff for granted because metal's morphed and shaped into so many new places over the years. But sometimes you just need a good bit of metal, and Priest and got to you me that this year. Yeah, Priest yeah. album is wicked. Yeah, that's yeah. really
1: good. Oh, and
0: kind of post-black metal is everywhere again now. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, so impressive. <laughs> <thing. laughs> or <laughs> or Luke, Luke Core, Morton, core. Yeah, Morton, core. Morton core. Um, But yeah, when kind of if you go back like seven years ago, eight years ago, maybe even longer than that, God when like Walls in the Throne Room first came up and Fen and all yeah, those kind of fans were around then, it kind of had it it seemed like it's had its moment in the sun of it. Yeah. And then it kind of didn't really become the centre of the of that particular scene again. But now, whether it's, you know, mole or who else is going
1: out? There's millions of them. There's millions of them. Yeah, there's them and there's like people like Ghost Yeah, Ghost Bath, like. absolutely. Nice
0: um, even Merkia utilising it in her album. It just feels like it's everywhere at the moment. Yeah, again. Just as Death, Death Heaven leaves it behind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're so ahead of the curve.
1: And, uh, that, that Death Heaven album is also in my probably my top ten albums of the year. Wow, I, think. I love that record.
0: Well, we'll definitely be going through that later in the year. Um, it is only September, so I don't worry about that. Yeah, there's so much Almost more to Christmas. come. That is the life of a music journalist. My <laughs> Uh, Yeah, woe is us. I don't have a scene that I (laughs) lonely owl. I don't
2: don't have a scene
0: that I really like. (laughs) Lonely scenes
2: went away from and came back to. (laughs) Thanks, made me feel so sad. Sorry, Um, I kind of agree with you broadly on the metalcore thing. and everything you've said makes sense but I don't know I'm quite loyal to genres and loyal to records and loyal to albums if I like something I just really like I'm it and bands yeah. as well and so like even if yeah. it's bad I don't I know like... what
0: Marilyn Manson would have to do to make you criticise his music to be <laughs> honest <laughs> <So laughs> you not know,
2: like a murder or something but still then it's <laughs> your murder really makes good music
0: oh gosh <laughs> uh, hey Elton's been cancelled uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be carrying on
1: as a two piece now <laughs> oh it's, well, you defended a potential murderer, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: the worst person
1: that ever. Is.
0: People like you, Al Goodman. But oh, sorry, what were you saying anyway? No, I thought I You it, stand uh, by no, terrible people. Now. No, I'm sad. <laughs> I don't want
2: to talk anymore. It's
0: fine, let's take another question instead.
2: <laughs> Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> TJ Crazy Chemist. I don't know why I've got the one with the stupid name. Oh, poor TJ. If t- that's his real
0: name, he's going to be so upset. <laughs> My
2: fault. <laughs> TJ Crazy Chemist asks, I got pretty bored. No, wait, that was the last question. What? Yeah. You've made me go crazy. It's fine, it's just do it TJ Crazy Chemist asks, Is there any possibility that a new Guns N' Roses album with Axel, Slash, and Duff would be any good? Congratulations on the great show you guys put out every week. Oh.
0: Not, not our words, listeners. The <laughs> <laughs> no, TJ, TJ Crazy Chemist, you just passed out. Office
2: impression. Yeah. Your biggest there. fan,
1: TJ Crazy Chemist. I'm sorry
2: TJ Crazy Chemist.
0: (laughs) Um, Firstly, thank you very much
2: Question's good though, isn't
0: it? It is a good question And I think that um, Yeah, I think yes I do I think yes as well Because I like Chinese democracy And so did you Oh yeah, I really like Chinese democracy So, so I I mean, that was ten years ago Yeah, so that was a while ago A a bit sad to think about but Yeah, it was ten years ago
2: 2008
0: I I really like Chinese democracy As I know you do, Al Do you like Chinese democracy? You're not bothered There are bits of it, yeah So, I mean, yeah, like it's a, not,
2: like, amazing start to finish. It's definitely good songs.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't want that to be the last legacy of Guns N' Roses. So, judging by how brilliant they were last year, and, you know, still not as good, but still really good fun this year at Download, I would definitely want to hear a new Guns N' Roses album with Axl Slash and Duff. And I'd like to hope that um, Izzy gets in it. As yeah. Because well. it's mainly the touring he's not interested in. So yeah, exactly. Get I'd assume that year. they would get him in for part of it, at least, if it were to happen. It's
2: funny, though, like... Obviously they went through that period where everyone was just hating on an Axel and calling him fat and old and then he came out and did like well. <laughs> and he came out and did all the shows and ACDC and everything and then now like the tide seems to have turned but then you'll still get memes on twitter what was one the other day like axel looks like a fat primary school receptionist oh yeah it? i Which saw that i didn't see that yeah it's like the internet's horrible still, i know the internet's leave like,
0: axel rose alone <laughs> yeah there still seems to be like people who'll come out of the
2: woodwork and just like hate on him because he's an easy figure an easy target to hate so i imagine anything they do next is just going to be like Everyone's still going to have it out for them, surely.
0: He, oh, if, it, if Axel's wound know. up and he's going at people, definitely would be into that. Definitely. We
2: could have another get in the ring.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> could call you uh, out, uh, for, for sticking up for murderers. murderers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't <really> say that. <laughs>
1: Axel is the one that, that makes me worry about Guns N' Roses' record, though. Like Slash is great. Oh, it's the studio. Great. They
0: can make it sound fine. <laughs> yeah. Worry about. Just it when he can write, you know, a yeah, a good he lyric. Yeah,
2: but when you heard him sing. Yeah, at, so at, yeah. At the like, end, I was like, in tears well, from Paradise no, like, City. Really yeah. Because literally didn't think, cry. he literally. I think he.
1: he's been great live for the past four years, and it's been amazing. But I. He's not written new material since 2006. We don't, we don't know that. We don't know that. He could be honest. Could it. be
2: stockpiling yeah. it. He and could could have, what the be like, fuck else was
1: he doing before <laughs> he came back? He being a receptionist
0: at school.
2: Hard drives. <laughs> hard drives full of music.
1: Yeah, it could be amazing. So he
0: doesn't
2: lose them, like
0: Metallica. But we, I, I'm willing yeah. to take the risk. If it, if it, like Guns N' Roses is one of those where if it, if they get back in the studio and they kick out like a six out of ten album, I can live with that. It's not going to ruin their legacy because. I feel like we got to see them really on it again, which is great. Um, So I'm I'm definitely willing for them to take the risk. Why the fuck not? Like, when you've had that much time since the last one, uh, the spaghetti has kind of sucked. Yeah. And um, I I like Chinese democracy, but I'd be more willing to, you know, I don't really want that to be the last thing they ever do. So why, why not? Why not, eh?
1: Come on, Slash.
2: Then they might just do a show of, like a normal length show to tour it as well instead of the mega show so because nice. we all agreed the mega show was a bit too
0: only a download mega. because there was too much jamming if they'd, if they'd stuck in five or six more songs in there it would have been fine
1: with if, it. yeah if they sacked half an hour off that it would have been fantastic yeah that, but it was just great instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah only oh, really good what yeah. a difficult life you lead more yeah it's horrible well seeing really good bands
0: Um <laughs> got another question
1: One more question. Do you want to take it, Luke? Oh, God. Uh, Scott Sitonpul, I probably said your last (laughs) name wrong. Uh, What is the perfect sandwich, in your opinion?
2: Oh, this is a hard one. One that
0: doesn't fall apart and satisfies me.
1: Oh, that's
2: quite a philosophical response. (laughs) I feel like that's kind of
0: like... That's really deep. I mean, that's, probably yeah. about way more. He didn't say, what, what sandwiches do you like? He said, what's the perfect sandwich?
1: This <laughs> mother doesn't fall apart. Yeah, sure. end of conversation. So <laughs> it, rem- it remains st- structural. Fine. Well,
0: okay, I'm going to
2: go more detailed. I'm going to go for a BLT. Nice. Where the bacon is quite crispy. Don't want it like flopping around. And <laughs> unlike one of those artisan breads from a fancy bakery... Where it's, like, I don't know, just really nice bread and, like, some butter on it, but not too much butter.
1: Well. And then, yeah, just,
2: like, quite big, but not too big. <laughs>
0: I bet you're awful in some way. You did okay. go in deep on that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: Yeah, BLT. Sorry, vegetarians.
0: Don't but... oh, look at me as you said that. But but you're a not a vegetarian in this room. Wow. <laughs> Sorry,
2: vegetarians, but it's a good sandwich. And I used to be a vegetarian, so, you know, I feel bad. Then you went I back to baking. Yeah, you I feel bad saying think. it, but, you know.
0: Eating That's nice. Uh, well, as a vegetarian, you're uh, you. Uh, no, unless you go to like a, a hipster joint in Shoreditch or something, there aren't many truly good sandwiches knocking about. So, I'd say like a good cheese and pickle sandwich. Nice. Yeah, I'd though. say a cheese. Classic, but good.
2: I'd say my vegetarian option would always be a cheese sandwich, like a really good one. It's oh, either
0: that or egg, <laughs> like some falafel. <laughs> a
1: mushroom. <laughs> cheese
2: and cucumber is a good combo.
1: I think sort of every sandwich British needs cheese sandwich. in it pretty much like, every, jam. every sandwich, jam. jam jam and cheese <laughs> peanut <laughs> butter and yes. cheese
0: because
2: it's already got the bacon and the lettuce and the tomatoes
0: so you don't need to add an extra you, have you written a thesis on BLTs or something <laughs> You don't have you that? Really I, I definitely good. put cheese
1: in a BLT why no. on earth so be a BLTC <laughs> yeah It's <laughs> yeah. great BLTC gents
0: oh god we've spent longer than this on Guns and Roses what's your uh, favourite sandwich well I've written
1: down either salt beef or pastrami as the the meat.
2: Sort of like a Ooh, New York New style one.
1: York. York. i New York. <laughs> <laughs> like There's a good one at Borough Market nearby the office, but it's fucking expensive because it's Borough Market. Um, <laughs> cheese is essential. Written that down there. So you'd have cheese in with
2: your beef?
1: Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have cheese with fucking anything. Like, you'd have any cheese though. and I just need to be like a, like a cheddar. Fuck, we don't put like emmental in there nice little creamy uh, side
0: Oh fuck we don't charge for this podcast yeah this yeah. <laughs> is <it's> great content this <laughs> is great
1: content uh, uh, on a seeded bun possibly I'm a oh, big fan nice. of seeded bread yeah
2: nice it depends what seed though puppy seed's good I'm not sure
0: the other ones right I'm calling this off <laughs> this, this is, is fucking brilliant shut the fuck up
1: both <laughs> of you cheers Scott uh,
0: we will be <laughs> we will be back Next week, actually, I won't be back next week because I'm not in the office. Where the hell are you? I am working. Well, if you must know, I'm house sitting for my mum oh. and looking after the dog. I'm working from home for a week, so. Why don't you bring the dog to the office? Get be? the dog on the podcast. You wouldn't like you. I'd like to. Uh. Uh, <laughs> so, L, Luke, and Jonathan will be back in next week. Uh, the latest issue of Metal Hammer is on sale now, featuring with temptation and all those other awesome bits. And we still have a couple of those disturb bundles left. I think we might have like about yeah, twenty out of three hundred left. So yeah, if you I've, want them, I've bought like get on 50 them. Fifty of them. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they come with a signed lyric sheets by Mr. David Draymond, as well as an exclusive poster and patch. And there's only about twenty left. I think it might be twenty three or something like that. So get on them because once they're gone, they are gone forever and ever. Subscribe on iTunes and Acast and leave us a review so we can carry on infiltrating those horrible mainstream podcast charts. Evil. And uh, yeah, the podcast will be back next week. Stay metal, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.